Yo, what it do, everybody? It's your man Dre, aka Dre on Wheels. Welcome everyone to a live edition of the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, what's goody, man? We live here on Facebook and on YouTube, man. We getting ready for uh, the big show tonight, man. WWE's uh, Elimination Chamber. A lot of big matches and a lot to talk about, man. I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're watching on Facebook Live, uh, definitely smash the like button, like the 1130 Podcast Facebook page, and share the video, man. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, thank everyone for coming back here to the YouTube channel. Appreciate it so, so much, man. Definitely smash the subscribe button, like it, leave a comment, do all that great stuff. And don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, like I said, man... Uh, Live edition of Talk Pro Wrestling, man. We going. I'm going to be going over uh, some of the matches that uh, is going to take place tonight at Elimination Chamber. Uh, definitely, we're going to be talking about uh, the big Universal Undisputed Championship match between Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Uh, the Elimination Chamber matches, all that and more, man, for real. But you guys, I'm not alone. I got a special guest that's going to be joining me this week, you guys. Yes, my guy Gerald, man, he's the host of Lunch with the Cool Kids. He's going to be joining me. He's the first time guest here on the 1130 podcast. We're going to bring him in right now, man, so he can introduce himself to everyone. Yo, Gerald, what's going on, my guy? What up, what up, what up? How's it going? How's it going? And I can't complain, man. I feel good. I feel good hey. about being here. I feel, hey, I feel loose. Hey, hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I appreciate you taking the invite coming through, man, here on the podcast. Yeah. Once you once you said you was a, a wrestling fan, man, I said definitely, man. Definitely got to get him on and, and chop it up with some wrestling. So uh, I like cheating, you though. Man, look, I can't complain, man. I got a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. I got a wonderful Pod, podcast lunch with the cool kids man hey life is good man hanging out with the cool kids glad to be on your show i i i'm very interested on what we're gonna uh crack open today okay okay man we're gonna be chatting it up about you excited for the show tonight though you know because you know just the first time you know having you on the show how long you been a you know wrestling fan and you know tell everyone about yourself and also uh your podcast before we jump into the wrestling yeah, of course, of course. So, um, podcast is lunch with the cool kids. Uh, you can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, but we'll get into all that later. We are here about the wrestling. So I've been watching. Man, look, as y'all can tell, look gray in my beard. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not old old, but I'm I'm old enough. So I've been watching um, wrestling since I was two years old, man. Two oh, years man. old. And I've been watching it faithfully every week. Uh, and I, I tell my wife all the time, like, man, wrestling is the most consistent relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, no matter what, no through the uh, through the eighties, man, through the steroid nineties, through the attitude era, through the uh, we killed WCW, so we're not even trying no more. Through <laughs> through all of those eras, I've been there, man. So I I, I love it. I love it. Okay, okay, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I came in in the 90s and the attitude era. And what brought you in? A, say it again one more time. What brought you in? What brought me in? I, I'm gonna be honest, The Rock. The Rock really brought me in. That was my favorite guy, hands down, man. But uh, just everything I think, everything from what The Rock did, Stone Cold. Uh, I couldn't stand Triple H, you know, as a as a as a, uh, as a young cat, man. But I'm loving what he's doing. 
with the company now, but definitely the rock though, the attitude era and everything was going on at that uh, time period was uh really captivating in, yes, in, in my eyes though. Really captivating. Okay, all right, man. We're gonna we're gonna jump into it though. Uh we're gonna be chatting elimination chamber, everything that's going down tonight, you guys. It's a big night and Oh, man, we're going to try to digest and talk about it all. Okay, uh, with the first Elimination Chamber matchup, we're going to uh, jump into, we're going to be talking about uh, the men's Elimination Chamber matchup. We have uh, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Seth freaking Rollins, uh, Damian Priest, and we have one half of the Street Profits in Montez Ford. Uh, Gerald, man, um, you have any favorites or what's your thoughts on, about this match leading up to uh, Elimination Chamber? Ooh, um, yeah, so not sure what's happened with Johnny Gorgano. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think this is kind of a, I think this is kind of a test for him to see if, okay, do people like really like him? Like, is the whole, you know, Daniel Bryan two point 2.0 thing is that over with does he have a place on this roster so i think this is like really a, a, a trial for him bronson you know i don't know he's a big guy let's let's see um i man oh then it starts to get interesting then it starts to get interesting because um you know set the set he's over like robo and um you know does he he doesn't need to win I don't think Seth, as I'm talking it out loud, I don't think Seth is going to win. Seth Seth is probably going to – Logan Paul is probably going to do something, and then that's going to kick off their WrestleMania thing. Uh, Priest, ah, oh, ah, man, I think Austin will retain. Let me say that. I think Austin will retain. I think Montez Ford is – he's the most interesting one out of all of this. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I think Austin will retain. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Uh, everything they doing with Austin Theory, I said it numerous of times over the shows that I've been on with the guys on Commission Talks. Uh, I, I just when he uh was money in the bank, I just couldn't stand him. I was just like, I don't know what's up with this guy coming out here taking pictures, you know, out there with Mr. McMahon. I'm like, okay, if he if he doing backstage, uh, if he doing backstage segments with Vinnie Mac, obviously they got a big push on him. Obviously, we know what happened with Vince and stuff. Um, he cashed in the money in the bank, and I thought that was like the weirdest thing ever on the United States Championship, but explain that. All right, fast forward to now. I like what he's doing. He is the future. I think he's going to go a long way. I believe he's going to win, but like how you said, and I've been agreeing with a lot of other people, uh, Montez Ford is is the breakout. Uh, This is his moment tonight. I feel like everything that the Street Profits has been doing and everything that they, the WWE has been doing with Montez as far as prepping him up. Uh, he's been on these talk shows, doing all these interviews, along with uh, his wife, Bianca Belair. But I feel like um, Montez Ford is really going to, like, have a breakout moment. I've been hearing some stuff between Montez, or I've been hearing some stuff about um, the Street Profits, Montez and Angelo Dawkins um, after Monday Night Raw last week because uh, – Tez had qualified and Angelo Dawkins didn't. So, yeah. you know, I've been hearing some stuff, you know, in in and you know, backstage stuff between them two. Would love to see where it goes. I, I don't think the Street Profits could really like do much more. Yeah, they I do. mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, I think 
Angelo Angelo Dawkins is has really improved um, during the time because he knows that his time is up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knows that Tez is about to break out, and he's probably gonna get Marty Janetti, and he needs to do something real quick, or otherwise he's gonna be you know. He's gonna he's gonna be on main event or whatever the case, but uh, yeah, he has he's been losing weight. He's been up in his uh, in ring his in ring arsenal. He he sees the writing on the wall. So yeah, I, I don't I, I don't I don't know if they necessarily may put. I hope they don't because I was just talking about this uh, a couple of days ago too. Also, and uh, Angelo Dawkins has been one of the guys who've been there for so long. Um, who've been teaming up with a bunch of people starting, you know, way back in NXT. So I hope these, I hope that he's taking all these moments that he's having these tag team matches or single matches and, you know, start to, you know, do something and impress someone that he can have a, a singles run. But like, like how you just said, we all, we also seen what happened with Martin Gennetti. We also seen what happened sort of with Christian and, and Matt Hardy and all the other guys, you know, who were, the the other guys in those tech teams not to say that they didn't win you know world titles or not but you know the writing was sort of on the wall for them you know jeff hardy was the the big star in the hardy boys um you know edge did his thing far as edge and christian i think you know you get where i'm going though but yeah yeah uh, yeah. montez montez is definitely uh seeming to be a a big old breakout star though um look i want to say real quickly that um i think i think Tez's run is going to happen after WrestleMania. Mm. I think it's going to happen after WrestleMania. He's going to be like a day after WrestleMania or whatever the case. Um, kind of like how they did Cesaro a couple of years ago, where he had it, he finally got his win against Seth and whatever, and then it was like, okay, let's see if he works. So, yeah, I think I think that's going to happen after after WrestleMania. So, yeah, uh, Angelo better come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Are you are you are you interested in uh, the things they're doing with Seth Rollins? You know, obviously this is something for him to do far as tonight. But at WrestleMania, um, the plans is for him to go against uh, social media star Logan Paul, which had a, a big impression um, on wrestling fans ever since he debuted uh, last year at WrestleMania and the match in heaven. Yeah, I know. Definitely good. A really great moment at a. Uh, Crown Jewel and the Royal Rumble, though. What's your thoughts on, on Logan Paul and the Seth and Logan Paul situation? I think he's I think he's good. And I think that he's good for the brand. I think he's good for new eyeballs. Um, if for the audience that he's gonna bring in on WrestleMania alone is worth the contract that they gave him. Like he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Turns out that he just happens to be amazing in the ring. <laughs> you know, go figure. So that's a, a that's a plus, but um He's a he's a heel. He's a heel. People don't like him. And mm-hmm. WWE, they're trying to present him as a likable. He's not. He's coming out smiling, you know, hey, you know, people don't like him. Um, so and Seth is go figure. Seth turned again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's a, he's the face now. So yeah. I think I think what WWE is going for. Is the eyeballs, of course, uh, that Logan Paul brings in. But the moment that they're going for is the, I don't know, 70, 80,000 people, or however many going to be there that night, 
um, they're going for the big chant. That's the moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the moment that they're going for. And then after that, they can do whatever they want to with Seth, but they, they're going for that moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. Definitely Seth Rollins has been doing a lot. Um, would love to see him, you know, win, win the WWE Championship again once these titles, I guess, get out of Roman Reigns' hand for Hoss and both titles, though. I was never a fan of both titles being on him, though, but uh, uh, but we'll see what happens after um, WrestleMania, though. What'd you say? Man, there are so many nuts to crack, man, but, I'm, you know, I know we got a lot of show to get to, but it's that's very interesting because I'm a, I'm a huge Roman fan. And I'm a um, I'm a I'm a big one title guy because um, well we'll get into that we'll get into that but I I I am I I like the attraction of it so okay okay big Roman Reigns fan right okay. I'm a big I'm a big uh, top of the food chain fan <laughs> I'm it kind of gives, gives everybody like how they're positioning him. There's like, okay, man, if I if I if I work my way through this feud and if I win people over and I blah now I work hard, work hard, work hard, I can get into the ring with them. Like mm-hmm. that's the goal. So that was kind of that was kind of the whole Hulk Hogan thing back in uh back in the 90s. It was man, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through the card, I'm gonna get my chops up, I'm gonna kill it, kill on these feuds, so maybe I can get in the ring with Hulk. And that, and mm-hmm. I've been in a ring with him. Then that makes that makes me a star. So it it gives a drive. So I like the idea. You know, I like the idea of Roman as the top of the food chain, head of the table, and everybody got to come towards him. Look, I, well, all right, yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Look, right. I, I'm, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> so look, look what happened to everybody that that he's been feuding with over the last couple of whatever. It's like, oh my God, man, look. Okay, now I'm in a ring with Roman Reigns. Now I'm in a ring with the head of the table. And like mm-hmm. all the I, Logan Paul, does he deserve to be at the top of the you know what I mean? So even that whole conversation, it turned into a Roman Reigns is the pinnacle of this business. Before, before those it like it just wasn't. It just yeah. wasn't like Bobby Lashley, man, we're gonna try him out. Like Brock, oh man, he's an attraction, which is great, but uh, we don't necessarily like, you know, yeah. And then like Kofi was an experiment. You know, it, it was just like the, there was no there was no top of the mountain. It was let's try all these guys out. Even with Seth's run, his last run, it was like he was he was his run was as a baby face. And like people was like, we don't like Seth. So, you know what I mean? And like so there has been it was a very long time since there has been a top of the food chain guy, and that's Roman Reigns. And I love it because it elevates everybody. You're right about that. You are so right about that. Even the storyline uh, w- w- within itself, you know, as far as the bloodline, I don't think we've seen anything like that. And you mentioned how, you know, Roman's the top of the food chain, been champion for over 900 days. And people have said it numerous times. I don't even think anyone is going to come close to even breaking that record um, again. You know, I think he's what, far as the third on the list is most longest reigning champion, but he's the longest reigning champion of the modern day era right now. So, yeah. like, 
yeah, he's the man, though. Okay, uh, we're going to get right back into some Roman Reigns, though. All right, for the next Elimination uh, Chamber match, we're going to get to some of the comments also, too. Uh, the next Elimination Chamber match, we have Carmella, uh, Nikki Cross, Raquel, Asuka, Liv Morgan, and Natalia all competing to become the number one contender for Bianca's Belair uh, Raw Women's Championship. First, before I get your thoughts on this chamber match and who's going to Richter, what's your thoughts on Bianca? How do you think her championship reign is going right now? And do you feel like it's getting a little stale? Uh, I think... <sighs> I, I like Bianca. I, I'm, I'm I... Really I'm rooting for everybody black. I hope. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm all for Bianca. I think that um, I think that she needs a she needs a nemesis. Mm. She needs somebody who is going to challenge her. Uh, if that's if that's who if that's who WWE is going to put all of their 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 eggs in their basket. I but I don't think that she is. Um, her personality, like the whole, you know, don't do it's 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 a bit it, it's a bit stereotypical, I think. Uh, and I think that she's supposed to appeal to like the modern black girl, uh, mm -hmm. long braid. You know, it's so it's fine, but like it's her character to me. After a while, it's lacking depth. Like she's not really saying anything. She's like, man, if I, you know, if I, basically, she's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> basically, she's Hulk Hogan. I say my prayers, eat my vitamins, I do my best, I try my hardest, and you know, everything will work out. Like you know, as as the little girls who look up to her as they grow older and they start going through different things, saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, training the hardest, like, you, you, hey, man, it's it's not gonna connect. So, so to answer your question, I think I think. Her the current version that she is, I think she's growing a little a little bit stale. Uh, heel turn would probably be probably be good, um, because she's stronger than everybody. And she knows it. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think a um, so that's my Bianca Belair thing. <laughs> that's my Bianca Belair thing. I, I can go on with that. But I, they they are they are positioning her and Montez Ford to be the it couple of the WWE. So uh, she's probably not going to turn anytime soon. Okay. Okay. I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with you on the whole Bianca Belair. Uh, love her what she's doing. Love that she's uh, been champ for longest and going on about a year right now. Um, but before I finish that statement real fast, yeah, Kofi Kingston, shout out to, uh, shout out to uh, Snack Kings. Uh, bro, Kofi Kingston should have uh, champion run a little bit longer, but against Brock Lesnar, that hurt him. Yeah, we all remember that, and I don't even think he ever got his rematch or, or whatnot, though. But um, man, sorry, Snack Kings. Uh, <laughs> but man, hey, Kofi wasn't moving the needle, and I love Kofi, like, but he wasn't moving the needle. He just wasn't, and yeah. and that was right when SmackDown went over to Fox, mm -hmm. and they needed eyeballs. They needed a top of the mountain champion. So mm -hmm. that was a business decision, man. Kofi wasn't moving the needle, throw it on Brock. Yeah, you're right about that. Right about that. Um, as far as uh Bianca Belair, uh lover, she's you know been champion for a while. I just think that um she do need a heel turn. She do need a heel turn and something, you know, more different. I think she just come out there and it's just basically sort of the same old thing and just she wins though, especially like Monday night on Raw. 
when they had the triple threat matchup in Bailey and um, Bianca, Bailey and Becky had an opportunity to enter the elimination chamber, which for the first time it would have been seven people in the chamber, which would have made it a little bit interesting. But instead, they had both of the ladies lose to Bianca, though she came out looking strong uh, going into um, WrestleMania and, and stuff like that. But um, back to the whole uh, elimination chamber, as far as that goes with Bianca, though, I feel like uh, Oscar will win this matchup. The only other person that I can see is being uh, Liv Morgan. Oh, you, you're not feeling Raquel? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about her just yet. You know, I, I feel like when they brought Raquel up, um, maybe it was, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they needed some women. And they were just like, okay, we got some down in NXT, and we're just going to bring Raquel up. But I like what she's doing. She had a championship matchup with Ronda Rousey. Not a really big Ronda guy, you know, fan. I love what she did when she first came into the to the company. But um, I don't know. I mean, Liv and Oscar is the only other two, the only two that I can uh, see walking away with the win on this one. Okay. All right. All right, all right. From that match, uh, guys, we're going to go on to our next match here on the card. And we were just talking about Brock Lesnar. We got Brock Lesnar versus Bobby. Bobby Lashley. Bobby who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bobby who. Uh, what's your thoughts on this match? And um, who do you think? Because my everything I thought about this match and my predictions sort of went out the window after last night on SmackDown. So, uh, and forgive me, I switched my camera. My bad. Um, it's, it's cool. Okay. Um, I gotta go with because okay. So, as a wrestling fan, I I don't think about wins and losses, which is terrible. Which is what WWE has conditioned me to. But I don't think about wins and losses. I think about story. Mm-hmm. Um. WWE is in love with Brock Lesnar. Like, there is a definite bromance with Brock Brock Lesnar. So, everything that he does, it, even if he loses or gets dominated, whatever the case, it's always leading toward a payoff. Like, the the whole Goldberg thing, Survivor Series, a couple of years ago. Like, it was, you know, so they're always going to a payoff. Um, I think Brock wins. I think Brock wins because Bobby's been getting the better of him for the last, you know, two or three weeks or whatever the case. I mean, you know, Brock get an L5, whatever. But like, you know, but Bobby's been Bobby's been smashing for the last couple of weeks. So I don't see the I don't see WWE letting Bobby get the upper hand on them like that for so many weeks. And then Brock still losing the match. (laughs) I I just don't see it. Um, I think that. They do something with the hurt business. Uh, they do somehow bring somehow bring them back, and I think that Brock moves on to Bray Wyatt, um, <laughs> which is which is interesting. I can't see I can't see Bray versus Bobby Lashley in WrestleMania. I I, <laughs> I don't think it moves the needle like that. So um, yeah, I got Brock in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, before, before what happened on SmackDown last night, I was like, uh, 
Um, I see this match going in a double count out, like a draw mm. or, or something like that. And then they have this matchup, this final matchup at WrestleMania. And it didn't, obviously, it don't seem like it's going to go that way. I was a big fan of them having this matchup at WrestleMania, but seemed like they was rushing to sort of get it out the way or whatnot. But Bray Wyatt came out there and for a minute. And I, I still am, but for a minute, I, I was past the Bray Wyatt stuff with Uncle Howdy because it seemed like it's kind of like flip-flopping. It's like one moment is interesting, the next moment is like, it's taking like what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm like, but he came out there and said uh, he's going to face the winner or he's, you know, looking forward to uh, who wins the matchup between Bobby and Brock. I'm going to have to go with Brock Lesnar on this. I was a big, uh, big Big fan of Bobby Lashley winning. Um, I know Brock Lesnar's the attraction. I know he comes in, you know, put people in seats and stuff like that. People want to see some F5, Superlex Cities. I get it. Um, but uh, the guys, I, I think just the guys who we need to sort of bring in that little transition. I mean, if, if Brock Lesnar, I mean, if Bobby Lashley is going to be here 300 some days out of the year and, we you know, Brock is sort of on his way out maybe, you know, Sort of transition, I guess, Bobby into that. I, I guess I, I don't know, Ooh. but um, that I thought that would have been a, a big thing because he's the only sort of remnants of of a Brock Lesnar in a way on on the roster besides you know Walter, you know, so or Gunther, yeah, 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 yeah. his name right. So um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really not sure what happens with this whole matchup between Bobby Lashley and uh Brock Lesnar, though. But uh, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar wins. Man, we gotta disagree on something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, right? We do. We really do. I was with Brock. Le I mean, Bobby Lesnar all the way on this one until what happened uh, last night because I, I really don't see Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley going. To I, I just don't think that would hit right versus you know Brock Lesnar. But yeah, Brock and Bray is money. That's money. Yeah, yeah. All the way, all the way. Okay, uh, to our next one, we got a tag team matchup with the Grit Couple taking on Judgment Day's Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, though. Um, Rhea Ripley, 2023 Women's Royal Rumble. She's going to be taking on Charlotte at Mania. Finn Balor looking stronger than ever in this group. Um, the Edge created and got himself kicked out of the group. And now Judgment Day is reigning supreme, which I'm loving what Judgment Day uh, is doing on Monday Night Raw, but I can't help to still love what Edge does after coming back from uh, 10 years been gone and his neck injury to sort of uh, walk out on his own, though. But um, what's your thoughts on, on who's going to win the chamber? I mean, well, this tag team match uh, between Edge and Death and uh, Judgment Day. Okay, so let me say <laughs> Uh, first off, I don't care. Like that's, <laughs> okay, that's the biggest thing. I don't care. Um, um, I think that they should use this match to get Rhea over like Rover. That's what mm -hmm. I think because Rhea is the next. Rhea is the only one in this whole uh, quartet that matters. So, um, but I mean, who wins? Uh, Judgment Day. Oh, no, no, no. I take that back. No. Edge is from Canada. They'll have that moment. Yeah. Edge and, edge and Beth. Edge and Beth. 
<laughs> you sure? You sure on Edge and Beth? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know because I don't care. I don't. Okay. Like, Edge, Revenge on Judgment Day thing. It's been going on for, what, about a year? <laughs> yeah, it really has. It's been going on about a year ever since they sort of kicked them out or Edge brought up Judgment Day and whatnot. So, yeah, it's been going on for about a minute now, though. Um. I'm just interested to see what uh, Rhea Ripley, just like Rhea Ripley does in this one. Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix, it's kind of like the favorite to win it, but uh, I think Judgment Day is going to put it out. I just don't think they lose in this one. Um, not one bit. I can see I don't that. think they lose. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they lose in this one um, because Judgment Day is definitely on the roll. We got Damian Priest in the Elimination Chamber matchup. And I can see them becoming tag once the tag team titles get split up. I can see them um, becoming tag team uh, champions. Agreed. Uh, with uh, Priest and maybe Dominic or Priest Ooh. and Finn, but I think Priest and Dominic would be great because everything they doing with Dominic Mysterio and and Rhea, I, I I think is awesome though. Yeah, Did you see the? Back. <laughs> yeah, what was, your, what was your thoughts on Dominic Mysterio, his new his new role? And did you see the latest one where uh, they were at a what was it, Valentine's Day, and uh, Dominic Mysterio just got up and he just had to, he just got loose. He didn't even leave a tip. He didn't pay no money because he saw some cops and he was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. like I, I've been in prison. I gotta go. Like it's just hilarious what they're doing. With yeah, man, I, I I love what they do with Dominic because like he's um. Yeah, they they have to. Okay, so assuming that they're gonna do, uh, assuming that they're gonna do Ray versus uh, Dominic at WrestleMania, like Dominic's got to win, Ray's got to go, and then like Dominic can be the the chicken stuff heel and like really get some heat. He really can. Um, <laughs> like this whole uh, this whole condom thing, man. It's they finally. Yeah. I, I was. <laughs> And Dominic, I wasn't. I'm like his, his talking is awkward. It's it's sounded very scripted and like you know he's just. So I'm glad that they found a lane for him. Um, so yeah, he's he's doing a he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. I um once he gets more comfortable on camera, which is I I think this current the condom thing is getting him to there. Once he gets more comfortable on camera, I can really see him. Just being a heater, man. Just like wherever he goes, whoever he's in the mm-hmm. ring with, like, do you want some heat? Like, that's the guy. So I, I like it. I like I like what they're doing, and I like where he's going. Okay, yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do. A lot of people was like, man, he should have went to NXT first, but I don't. I, I I really didn't see him going to NXT because you know his father Rey Mysterio, and obviously he wanted to you know train him and get him you know groom him ready to be in the ring or whatnot. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, the whole you know Dom Dom thing, obviously. Uh, I what at first I, I was just like I'm not gonna say I, I hated it or disliked it or anything towards that effect. I was just like oh, let's just see where it goes. You know, father and son. Um, I was watching uh, way back. I think it was 05, 04, I believe it was 05, maybe with Ray Mysterio and uh, Eddie Guerrero had the battle. And yep. actually, yeah, that matchup was here in Washington D.C. SummerSlam. They had the battle over Dominic and, you know, who was the father or whatnot like that. So just to see him all grown up in, in the wrestling ring now, uh, it coming full circle is kind of cool, though. But, um, yeah, it was it was real not working for me or for a lot of people when he first came I in. Mean, 
and, and was doing the thing uh, with Dom, I mean, with Rey Mysterio. But now that he's with Judgment Day and Rhea, he's kind of growing. I, I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. I just, I, I just find it so funny that he's sort of an ex-con and he, you know, he been to prison and got the teardrop and he only went to jail for a couple of hours, home though, like. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic uh, method to get heat. The delusional <laughs> heel. You think this is something that's way better? Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's classic, man. I'm I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yes, I'm all the way with it. Uh, you know the deal. Shout out to you know the deal. Finn is eating the pen uh, in this one, but Rhea needs to look strong going into WrestleMania. Um, I could see that. I could, I could see Edge, Edge winning though. Um, but just the way everything is going on with Judgment Day, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's the plans up also for Edge for WrestleMania. So that, that's a toss up. That's yeah. a toss up though. Yeah. I Definitely think. But I'm sorry. I'm no, about, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. We can all agree that Rhea is the only one that matters in this match. Mm. She's the only one that matters because, uh, you know, Finn is. You know, Finn. I, if Finn's Finn's main event picture days, they're you know, I don't I don't think they're done. I don't want to say they're done, but they're done. You know what I mean? Like uh, Beth is you no know, Beth is just there supporting Edge, getting one more little run in. You know, Edge he's already said he's gonna retire next year. The only and Rhea is man, man, th that could be a whole show about Rhea. Rhea, <laughs> Rhea can be the next. Mega, mega, mega star. Uh, forget mm. the next China, she can be the next mega star, so she's the only one that matters in this match. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you a little bit on that one. The Finn, Finn Balor, um, I, I would like to see him win the championship one more time. I think he was sort of robbed out the first opportunity when he won the universal champ, been the first universal champion, and they got injured. Things just didn't fall in the line for him after that. It was just like you know, and Finn, Finn just. It was just so many ups and downs. He was winning a couple of matches. Then he had lose like five matches straight. So it was just nothing was going sort of well with uh, Finn Balor. You know, he went back down to NXT. Went back down to NXT. You see a lot of guys go back down to NXT, revamp their careers, or revamp, yeah, revamp their careers, come back up to the main roster, and, you know, they show out and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, uh, I, I would like to see what's, what's next for Finn Balor, man. I'm a big hopes uh, for Finn. Uh, this should lead to Edge versus Finn and Hell in the Cell at WrestleMania. Hmm. That's Thank cool. You. That's cool. Edge versus Finn Balor at WrestleMania. I can see. I can see that. I can see that. Not go. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Uh, we gonna move on uh, to the um, biggest matchup of the night. But before we get there, Cody Rhodes. Um, is the 2023 Royal Rumble winner. Um, how you feel about Cody Rhodes now he's back? You feel like he got to finish his story? And where you think Cody sort of go from here, you know, leading up to uh, WrestleMania? Yeah, I'm worried for Cody Rhodes. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> okay. I'm super worried for Cody Rhodes because I think that this has the potential of being uh, uh, Batista 2.0 all over again. Like I'm terrified for him because remember when they brought Batista back from um, and he was, you know, he's supposed to be a, he was supposed to be a big deal. He's going to go into WrestleMania, going to have this big old run. The only problem was, is that the whole universe, WWE universe fell in love with Daniel Bryan. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and WWE was like, no, 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 no. Y'all need to like Batista. Batista is the guy that y'all need to like. And the universe was like, no, 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 no. We want Daniel. Um, mm. I see this happening again with Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Like WWE is saying, hey, finish the dream, Cody Rhodes. You know, it's gonna be the you know, all, all of this good stuff. You come back and you know it's a great story and stuff like that. He's supposed to be the big star, but the universe is saying, No, 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 we want Sammy. No, we, we want Sammy to be the guy. And WWE is like, oh, no, 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 it needs to be Cody. So I have no idea what's about to happen. Um, I think that Cody should be the guy. Um, I think he has star, he has star quality. You know, he obviously has the legacy, no pun intended. Um, he's great in the ring, great on the mic. Um, I, I want a little bit of edge to his character because he's still kind of like the, you know, hug, kissing babies and hugging grandmas. I don't know the phrase, but he's, okay. he's doing that a little bit too much for me. Like, Oh my God! I get so weepy every time I think of me coming back. You know, like it's 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 too much. It's too much of that. So I need a little bit of edge from Cody. Um, but yeah, I mean he's the guy. The only issue is Sami Zayn right now. If they can, okay. if they can maneuver through the whole Sami Zayn problem. Well, not problem, but if they can maneuver through the whole Sami Zayn thing, I think he's going to be um, a great next champion after Roman. Hmm. Okay, okay, that's cool. I like I, I like that. Um, I was talking about that situation uh, a couple of weeks ago here uh, on, on the show, and if I have a video of it, I think I may play it though. Um, but yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes coming back, and I was saying, um, would he be an issue uh, for WWE? Actually, I do have the video. I'm gonna play it right here. Sami Zayn is a problem for the WWE. Let me explain. Currently, the hottest, most popular WWE superstar on the roster is without a single shadow of a doubt, Sami Zayn. However, right now, every indication that we're getting from the WWE is that Sami Zayn will not be headlining WrestleMania to face Roman Reigns for the undisputed titles. That slot seems to be tightly held by the also very popular Cody Rhodes. Now to unpack where the problem lies. It's been confirmed that we're finally going to get the final chapter of this amazing bloodline and Sami Zayn storyline at Elimination Chamber when Sami Zayn takes on Roman Reigns for the undisputed titles. And don't forget that that is happening in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, Sami Zayn's hometown. The crowd reaction for Sami Zayn is going to be astronomical. I'm guaranteeing a crowd reaction the likes that we haven't seen since Money in the Bank in 2011. And that's great that we're going to be getting Sami versus Roman, but if we are going to be getting Sami versus Cody at WrestleMania, then that means Sami's going to lose. And to the WWE, all I have to say is (laughs) good luck. Because we've seen time and time again when career underdogs, the likes of Daniel Bryan or Kofi Kingston, rise to white-hot levels of popularity near WrestleMania season, a loss does nothing but turn the crowd demand for that superstar from white hot into absolutely nuclear. All they're going to want is Sammy versus Roman at WrestleMania. And if Sammy loses, there's a very good chance that the first thing that happens is that the fans show their displeasure for not getting Sami Zayn at WrestleMania by turning on the guy who is meant for that spot. 
Cody Rhodes. Literally the exact same thing happened to Batista. He was a returning legend that by all accounts was absolutely beloved by the fans, but instantly became the most hated person on the roster simply because his name wasn't Daniel Bryan. And I genuinely do fear that this is going to happen to Cody Rhodes, and I don't know if there's anything that could prevent this from happening. That being said, Triple H has earned all of my trust when it comes to booking decisions at this point. So I'm willing to just see where the ship goes. But I am concerned that this inevitable fireball caused by negative fan reaction is going to force the WWE to completely change their plans or risk having Cody Rhodes get booed out of the building at WrestleMania. Because frankly, when compared to the story told over the last eight months between Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, a story between Cody and Roman could very well feel undercooked in comparison. It's a tough situation to be in, whether you're the WWE or Cody Rhodes. I don't know how they're going to solve this, but good luck. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to leave it a like, a comment, follow this page, and make sure to check the link in bio to watch my daily streams. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, see, that was the video that I played, uh, I believe, last week here on the podcast. And I was just like, yo, um, I think WWE could have a serious problem with the whole Sami Zayn thing. Um, but one thing that you did mention uh, also, and also in the video, how when Batista came back, um, but they had huge plans for Batista to win the world championship, win the Royal Rumble, but everyone was red hot for Daniel Bryan. Um, but the only thing with this situation that I heard is that uh, the fans are behind Cody Rhodes, though. I think that will be the only uh, difference between the Batista situation and this one right here, though. Um, but to give you uh, sort of my opinion uh, on this whole uh, scenario, I, I, I want to see more from Cody Rhodes. I mean, I've seen him wrestle, seen what he did with AEW, build a whole company up from the ground up and stuff like that. But uh, the last time he was here in WWE, obviously, you know, he was doing the whole uh, Stardust, you know, gimmick and, and stuff like that. But he's back. We all know, you know, um, and, th and th this sort of uh, another thing, which I'm going to wait and, and get onto in, this, in just a moment, though. But we all seen what Cody Rhodes uh, did in w, uh, AEW, you know, especially for those who don't watch AEW or for those who do. If you don't, um, you should. You should. <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, but he's back here in WWE. I'm waiting to see what happens with him, though. I just don't feel like he's he, he is the guy. He's the next guy. I don't I don't know if he's gonna beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I just feel like Roman Reigns just having a big big run, and I, I don't know. I, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if Sami Zayn could beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I'm not saying that he can't beat him, but the way things are going on right now, I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. That's interesting. You, you're mm -hmm. probably the one of the the few people that I've heard say that. That's interesting. Hmm. So you, you have... think? Do you think? Well, you think that Roman is? You think because if Roman goes past WrestleMania, like he can't lose till SummerSlam. He's not gonna lose it, you know. Uh, whatever Money in the Bank, two thousand. You know, he's not gonna lose there. He's gonna lose at one of the big four. Mm -hmm. So that's it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, you know, the deal says uh, they should have Cody help Roman win tonight in a swerve, proving that he's the only one that should beat Roman for the belts at Mania. Montreal Screwjob two point.
<laughs> oh man, I, I don't, I don't think, are we, I don't think we're ready for a Montreal screw job. Something in my head played back a couple of times last night. The way uh, they were going crazy for Sami Zayn um, at the end of the show, and I was just thinking, like, huh? could could this sort of be a screw job coming in the way? You know, I, I don't know. My my beliefs though, with the main event though, as we, as we get into uh, for Elimination Chamber um, tonight. Uh, I, I don't know, but I feel like Sami Zayn is definitely um going. I mean, excuse me, not Sami Zayn, but Jay Uso is going to play a big role in this matchup. Main we haven't seen, yeah, we haven't seen. Well, we seen Jay on SmackDown the other week, and but we haven't seen Jay in a while, especially after when he walked out on Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. So. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how they will pull this one right here. You know, the fans are definitely, like you said, red hot um, behind Sami Zayn, and you know, I don't, I don't, I just haven't seen a situation like this in a while since, since maybe sort of the CM Punk, you know, when he was the hometown guy in Chicago, and he was going up against the guy who was John Cena at the time, you know, and. I don't know. I don't know. You know, like, you know what this makes me think of? It makes me think of um how oh man and forgive me if this is wrong um uh, pay-per-view. Uh, y'all don't crucify me on <laughs> online, but um I think it was no way out. I think it was no way out where Eddie Guerrero beat Brock. Um and that was right before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um and like he shouldn't have, you know, by all accounts, he he shouldn't have won. Um, but he was white hot at the time. And um, you know, I I I don't know. So like I could see I could see it happening. I could see it happening where like if he's gonna win, this is the place to do it. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna put him like super over Sammy Sammy Zayn, but um yeah, I don't think Romans. So with the Roman Reigns storyline and the whole bloodline story, like the actual meat of the whole thing, it's always been after the match. Like that's where like the story moves. So, um, I I could see Sammy and Jay at WrestleMania. Sammy versus Jay Uso. I could see at that. WrestleMania. Hmm. It elevates okay. of them. I, I want to see how they how they would sort of go with that and, and you know build that back up because they they dapped hands and it was like they were cool uh, the week prior uh, on SmackDown when uh, Sammy was just like uh, yo man like I you ain't got to go down with this you know so I don't know I don't know what this like this have so many layers to yeah. it that still haven't been sort of told since the Royal Rumble and. You can tell the booking is totally different if you paid attention to what Vince McMahon and no discredit to Vince McMahon. He might be out of touch. I ain't gonna say might be. He, he he's sort of out of touch uh on a lot of things though. But I'm gonna give his credit where credit is due. He's the genius of professional wrestling. Like a lot of people wouldn't be wrestling fans if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. Absolutely. Okay, that that said though, with Triple H being in control and being under being under Vince McMahon for so long and learning and just be like 
even what he did with NXT and how the fans and even the superstars was like, yo, man, like they killing it down there, you know, better than what we killing it up here, though. So um, Triple H has, has a lot of things, I think, um, up his sleeve uh, that the way he's telling the storyline and letting it milk out and stuff like that. Like you said, we still don't know what's up with Jay Uso, why he didn't walk out. Still haven't had that confrontation. Uh, what's the deal? What's the what's the really deal? What's up with Jay Uso and Sami Zayn? Also, Jimmy Uso, we seen him flip at the Royal Rumble, and but we haven't seen him like that sort of since. Mm. So, and he, he looked at his brother at the Royal Rumble and was like, "Man, this is not your brother, Uso." You know, by you know, at the, by the same time beating up on Sami Zayn, but. A couple of weeks later, you calling them and you calling them, man. Where you at, bro? I need you for this tag team match, though. But, you know, so it's so much stuff that I think they got unpackaged that that could be. You know, this could go on for some time, but I I, I just don't know. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, it's um, I think this is Triple H's first big decision. Like, mm-hmm. because you do you go with Cody? Or do you go with Sammy? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. So I think we're gonna learn a lot about Triple H, the the head of creative, out through this whole WrestleMania season. Yeah, okay, crazy. But it's but I'll say this though: there's no better time to be a wrestling fan than right now. Mm-hmm. Like like think about like for the last what um five, six years about how we've been complaining, like, you know, the product sucks. Like, they, they even came out and said, hey, we're, we're sorry that the product sucks. We're going to do better. And then uh-huh. it was even worse, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. But this is the first time in a while that like, look at, look at what we're doing right now. We're sitting here having like, real live deep conversation that, for both sides, about what's the going to be the best thing for this incredible story like mm. three years ago we wouldn't be doing this at all because the no. whole thing was bad so it's a i mean it's a great time for wrestling so whatever they do like you know i'm i'm enjoy it i'm 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 all in so okay okay you're right you're right what a time to actually um be a be a wrestling fan um, you got AEW, you know, they throwing their thing and also, you know, other wrestling promotions. When I came up in the late, when I came into wrestling in the late 90s, WCW was sort of winding down. A couple of years later, they got bought by WWE. So I, I really maybe saw maybe two, three, at the most, WCW shows. So right. with AEW now, it's reminding me, it's, it's sort of putting me in the position that everyone was back in the 90s. Where they had WWE and they had AEW. I mean, obviously, they wrestling at that time at the height was un, was incredible. You know, oh shit. Well, yeah, it was incredible. But you got AEW and then you got WWE, which I think is really really awesome. Because for a while, WWE didn't have no competition. I mean, maybe yep. TNA, you know, for a little bit had people interest and and stuff like that. But that was it. That was it, it. TNA, it, TNA wasn't competition though. It was an alternative, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't competition. You're right. <laughs> you are right, and you are right. People was looking for alternatives because the company, the product was not good. It was just real, real yeah. stale. It was real bad, and I think because it became so stale, it became so bad that 
Now, this is what I was going to say early in the show. <clears throat> the product at one point came so stale and bad that other people watch, of course, other wrestling promotions, which is fine, you know, uh, NWA, New Japan, Triple uh, A, you know, and all the independent wrestling, you know, stuff like that, which is definitely great. But it seems though now in 2023, if you only just watch WWE, then you're whack. Then oh something's wrong with you. Or then you know, or this, that, and the third. You know, you know, like it's a lot of wrestling. Come on now. Back in ten years ago, as we were saying, you know, it wasn't wrestling coming on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, and you gotta fit all of that in to maybe your, your busy schedule or whatnot. So, you know, I keep up with all of it, you know, as far as New Japan, Impact, or whatever. But I just want to say to those, man, whatever wrestling that you like and whatever wrestling that you enjoy, hey, let it be. Whether it's independent wrestling, shout out to all the independent wrestlers out there that's trying to make it, whether it's uh, AAA, New Japan, AEW, WWE, whatever it is, whatever wrestling that you like and you enjoy, and that's it, though. But that's how I feel. I feel like, now, you know, because once wrestling, or at least WWE, in my opinion, became stale, and now since, you know, for those, oh, you still just watch only WWE, now you're lame. You need to watch something else. So it's like, hey, if WWE suits your boat, rock it. <laughs> Put it like that. That's At the end of the day, it's entertainment. And that's one thing that we got to keep recalibrating our mind to, is that like we get so passionate about it, and we get so... And, and I mean, you know, that's fine. I mean, there's... <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and say my age. I'm 40 years old. I'm 40 years old, and I've been watching wrestling for 38 years. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, and it goes, it it, it goes up and down, up and down. It, it's but it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I think we like in those big moments where we like all lost our minds. Like, oh my god, the, the product is so bad, and it it'll be okay. Just <laughs> chill out. Watch the show. If you don't like it, that's fine. But if you, you know, if you're a lifer like me, like you and me, you know what I mean. Just chill out. It'll it'll be better again. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely will. Okay. Uh, so Sammy Zayn and and Roman Reigns. You got who you got on this one, Sammy or Roman? I got Roman. Roman Reigns. Okay. Him. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody who's watching, man, before we wrap it on up and switch to the next segment, who you guys got, leave a comment down below. Don't forget to smash the like button, leave a comment once again, and also subscribe to the podcast, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like they, I feel like Roman Reigns, man, he's just, he's just making history. He keep going at it, keep going after it. He just hit 900 days. I, I don't know, but I mean, oof, I, hey, gotta wait and see. Yeah. Wait and see. <laughs> yeah, we are on uh, the road to WrestleMania. Are you excited for WrestleMania? There's going to be in SoFi and big matches. They only sort of announced it. Uh, two matches for WrestleMania so far, though. But uh, you excited for this year's WrestleMania? It goes Hollywood. It's the first time they uh, goes Hollywood since WrestleMania 21 back in 2005. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm super excited. I may go. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Go. okay, okay, yeah, I, de I definitely said I was gonna uh try to go to the one here close here in DC, close by in DC. Um, next year they're gonna be in Philly, so I yeah, definitely, go. definitely want to go to that one, though. Definitely, really want to go to that one. Uh, you know, the deal, Roman will win, 
with a typical <laughs> WWE ref bump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how it goes, man. Yeah, you know how it goes. Ah, uh, man, this has been great, man, for real. Uh, you have anything else, man, you want to uh, chat about, um, Gerald, man, before we wrap it on up, man, let everybody know, because um, there ain't no rush, man. I can definitely talk about wrestling. Forever. Yeah, no, man. No, I, 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 man, I definitely appreciate your time. And, um, yeah, I mean, this has been wonderful. Like I said, I, like, you know, like when we talk, man, um, like, we, when people who love wrestling start talking about wrestling, like it seems like time just goes away. Mm-hmm. You can just talk. There's just so many layers and assets. To, like that's part of the reason why I just love wrestling so much. And like, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on the show, uh, listening to my whack opinions about things. But um, if you want some more whack opinions, go on, follow me over to Lunch with the Cool Kids wherever y'all listen to podcasts. Also, you can uh, search it on YouTube. Um, and I I do video and audio, so we do the same things and we talk about the this is in the that's of the worlds. But um, yeah, man, I'm just so grateful, um, so grateful to be on the show. Hopefully, hopefully I can come back sometime WrestleMania season and we can we can see if we were right or not. All right, man, definitely, definitely. You know, you definitely welcome back here uh, on the podcast WrestleMania season after WrestleMania season to chat it up more. Definitely. Um, but you guys, man, this has been a great show. I'm gonna take a break and uh, I'm gonna come back, uh, just recap everything, man. And we're gonna roll on out of here, though. But, um, once again, uh, Gerald, man, tell everyone where they can uh, follow you at on social media. Yep, so uh, Instagram, you can go to Gerald Davis Photography. Um, that's what I do, that's how I make money and keep the lights on. Uh, on YouTube, you can go to Gerald Davis. Uh, Gerald Davis colon lunch with the cool kids. And if you are in the podcast world, which if you probably are, since you're watching this, then just search uh, lunch with the cool kids and, um, and find me there. I'll leave a review. Uh, let it be good. Even if you don't like it, just lie. Just lie. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, you guys, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, you, German, man, for coming through here on the podcast. You guys, man, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back. I'm going to recap the show real fast, man, before Elimination Chamber. We're going to hear on out of here. Once again, Jerk, appreciate you for coming through here on the podcast. Boom.
whole business right off of me. Take it from me. I want somebody to take it from me. I want somebody to take it from me. I want somebody to take it from me. <laughs> Yo, we back here on the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Yo, once again, shout out to my guy uh, Gerald Davis for coming through here on the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Yes, man, live here on Facebook, live here on YouTube. Shout out to my guy Gerald once again, the host of the Lunch Lunch with the Cool Kids. Definitely check him out and subscribe to the podcast, man. I thank everyone for tuning in to this live episode of Talk Pro Wrestling once again, man. Before I get on out of here, we're going to recap all the matches once again, you guys. Yes, we have Edge, the Grit Couple, with Beth Phoenix taking on Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor. We've seen some people in the chat, you know the deal. And also, uh, we seen, yeah, you know the deal. It was like, man, Edge, uh, I mean, Finn Balor is definitely going to take the pin. And this one, though, for some reason, I feel like Beth Phoenix is going to take the pin. Beth Phoenix is going to take the pit, and Rhea Ripley is going to walk out strong. This is going to be the moment where Edge and Finn, they're going to brawl. They're going to brawl somewhere into the crowd or whatnot, and it's going to come down to Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix. With Beth, going to have the upper hand for a little while where you think Beth going to win. Well, I don't think no one would think Beth's going to win, but you just rooting for Rhea Ripley. She's on this monumental role going into her big matchup at WrestleMania. So I say instead of Finn Balor, I say Rhea, I mean, excuse me, Beth Phoenix will definitely take the pin. Um, leaving Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley uh, with the W, you guys, man. So, yes, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley for the win. We also have the men's, the men's uh, elimination chamber match recapping here on the podcast before I head on out of here. Once again, thank everyone for tuning in to the show. If you haven't done so already, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, definitely hit the subscribe button down below. Tell everyone about the show. Thank you guys so much. But like I was saying, for the men's elimination chamber match, we have Montez Ford, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, the United States champion, Austin Theory, Seth freaking Rollins, and Judgment Day's Damian Priest. Uh, man, shout out to Seth Rollins, man. He just, he's just, man, like the style, the fashion, uh, it just gets sicker each and every week, man. He came out on Monday Night Raw with those big ass red boots and stuff, and stuff the life out of the Miz, man. But somehow, uh, Miz got it together and made a half court shot at the celebrity uh, all star game, you guys. But nonetheless, none, none of that. Uh, man, Seth Rollins, man, is definitely on the roll. Um, this is, you know, for, this is just something for him to do uh, until his next match at WrestleMania. Not a real big fan of this matchup between Seth and Logan Paul, but I cannot deny ever since Logan Paul has made his WWE debut, he's been one of the most impressive outsiders who came in and laced up some pair of boots in WWE. So shout out to Logan Paul and everything he uh uh, is accomplished in the world of WWE, um, but we all know that you know Brain and Logan Paul with a social media megastar with 
millions of followers and millions of subscribers on YouTube that's bringing all the eyeballs onto WWE. And I'm pretty sure millions of those followers who follow Logan Paul used to watch WWE or may have never seen it before. So, man, like, come on, like the cool moments that, you know, the picture that he was going for, uh, a big move off the top rope, but Roman Reigns Superman punched him. Like, that's that's a picture you put on your wall. The the move that he did with Ricochet at the Royal Rumble, they were talking about on TMZ. Like, come on. I don't think Ricochet would have been on TMZ talking about anything else as far as the company, but cool moment. Cool freaking moment, though. But, yo, I wish the best for Seth Rollins, man. I would love to see him win the uh, undisputed or WWE champion, WWE championship again. We haven't seen that Seth Rollins in a while, so I hope it's coming. Definitely hope it's coming. Bronson Reed, man. Bronson Reed just getting, you know, back in the groove. I'm a big fan of Bronson Reed. Really upset how he was let go. Just a lot of people, not only just him, but he was just let go just, you know, just abruptly, though. You know, but he's back and seeing the videos running around on social media, how the crowd didn't react to him. But just give it some time, man. It was probably that night, but Bronson Reed is definitely going to be the guy. Um, Johnny Gargano, man, I don't know. I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Johnny Gargano was the best in NXT. I'm not too sure what's up with Johnny Gargano and everything. You know, I, I don't know. I'm really not feeling him what he's doing. Especially even what he was doing with the Miz, dog. I mean, it was something for a moment. But Johnny Gargano, ah, they just got to figure out something for Johnny, man. Definitely got to figure out something with Johnny. But the breakout star of this match, you guys, I say it's all the way Montez Ford, man. Montez Ford is the guy. It's nothing else left for the Street Profits to do or to accomplish as a tag team. I think as, as the time come, they've been prepping. Angelo Dawkins, as well as they've been prepping Montez to, you know, do media and, you know, and go out there and do appearances alongside with Bianca Belair, you know, and she's the hottest woman wrestler right now. And Montez is the up and coming next star in WWE. And I feel like, um, like we all seen with these tag teams and we all seen with Marty Jannetty, he was the, he was the other guy in the tag team. And, um, we all know Angelo Dawkins is the other guy, but you know, Angelo Dawkins is a big guy and I feel like he can hold his own and I don't want to see him on main event after the split. I don't want to see them, you know, him just not doing anything. So I, I wish the best for them, but I say, man, tonight is, um, <laughs> uh, man, let me get it all out. I feel like it is Montez Ford night all the way, man. Definitely. All the way. Okay, you guys, we got the Beast versus Brock Lesnar. I was just chatting with my guy, Gerald Davis, man, uh, host of Lunch with the Cool Kids. Before last night, I was saying, yo, uh, this match is definitely going to be a double DQ. It's going to happen at WrestleMania. That's that. Oh, yeah, that's that. Nothing else, man. But unfortunately, Bray Wyatt says, you know what? The winner of this match, I want to see you guys at WrestleMania. Well, Bobby versus Bray, that don't that that sound interesting. Bobby versus Brock, okay. I, I, okay, let's see where we go. Let's see how we can get there. You feel me? Brock and Bray and Brock, I don't think ever fought before or ever wrestled. So this should be very, very interesting uh, to say, man. For real, everyone who's tuning in, man, on Facebook and YouTube, definitely, man, leave a comment, man, what you think about the show. 
uh, like the video definitely and subscribe to the show, you guys. But um, yeah, I don't see Bobby Lashley winning this for some reason. I thought Bobby was going to win. I felt Bobby was going to win um, before uh, Bray Wyatt came out there and said what he said. I was like, okay, maybe he got a chance. But I don't think Bobby has a chance, not one bit. Not one bit, you guys. So I'm going with Brock Lesnar on this and see where it goes, man. Definitely uh, see where it goes. Uh, what else we got, you guys? We got our main event. We went through the other other matches. The Grit Couple, the Men's Elimination Chamber. Okay, uh, the Women's, you guys. The Women's Elimination Chamber. We got Carmella, Nikki Cross, Raquel, Oscar, Liv, Morgan, and Natalia, you guys. Yes, and I feel like um, Liv Morgan or Oscar is going to win this. I was very interested to see what they did, what they did, or what they were going to do if Billy or Bianca had qualified for this matchup on Monday Night Raw, making it the first time ever seven women has been in the chamber. But Bianca Belair won that match. So we got we got these uh, fine six ladies. And I'm going to go with Oscar all the way. This could be Raquel Gonzalez moment where she break out and become a star. And, you know, she's a real powerhouse. She's, only, she's like the only strongest one in this in this match, you know, with, you know, being strong power and stuff. Uh, but Oscar, you know, with her coming back at the uh, Royal Rumble, the new face paint, she's looking badass. I feel like Oscar is going to take this and go on to WrestleMania to face Bianca Belair. What's your guys' thoughts, man? Who's going to win tonight's Elimination Chamber match for the women to face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, man? And Bianca Belair, she had a run. She had a cool run, man. She's going on about what, a year since she won the Royal Women's Championship last year at uh, WrestleMania. And I think you know, it, it ran the course. You know, she's coming out there, swirling the hair. It's cool. But I think she just needs some, she needs some, she needs something. Like, uh, my man Gerald says she needs an arch nemesis. And I think she needs someone to sort of like, you know, knock her down so she can find a reason to fight for and climb the ladder back up. You know, or, or a heel turn. I think that would be great for Bianca Belair. I think, you know, the fans are, you know... I mean, all the little girls love her. All the little girls love Bianca Belair, hands down. You know, I love her, you know. But I just think it's time for something different uh, with Bianca Belair, man. Really do. Uh, you guys, man, leave a comment down below. I'm about to head on out of here. About to wrap it up. We got Elimination Chamber going down live tonight, you guys, in Montreal in one man's hometown, Sammy Zayn. And he's going after the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. And huh, can Sammy pull this off? Uh man, I, I I don't I don't know. I've been confused with it all week long. Because on Monday night on Raw, when Sami Zayn showed up and was face to face with Cody Rhodes. And I love how the tribal chief said, man, if you guys gotta have a pet rally meeting to face me or to just have a pep rally discussion about me, then you ain't got no damn chance whatsoever. 
You ain't got no chance. It's like my man Gerald was saying, he got Roman Reigns all the way. So Roman Reigns, man, has been champion for over 900 days. He hasn't lost. You know, Baron Corbin was the, you know, according to Baron Corbin, he was the last person he lost to. But that's Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh, man. Baron Corbin, though. Uh, but, yeah, man, Roman Reigns, man, is just on a roll. I don't see him losing against Sami Zayn, but I haven't seen a moment like this in a long time where the fans were so red hot behind a superstar, but not only the superstar, the story. And, yes, we've seen it with Daniel Bryan. We really did. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan, but the thing about it is that all culminated at WrestleMania, even the Kofi Kingston one. That culminated at WrestleMania. Every all, all those storylines story were so culminated at WrestleMania. This is the Elimination Chamber, replaced with No Way Out from back in the day. So it's like, I mean, we've seen some titles. I remember The Rock versus Kurt Angle, No Way Out. The Rock beat Kurt Angle for the WWF Championship. So The Rock will go on to WrestleMania to face Stone Cold, who was the WWF Champion. So we've seen title change hands in the midst going into road to WrestleMania, but we haven't seen it in a while, in a, in a while, in a long time. Maybe the Rumble. And I think the last person to come to mind for championship changing hands at the Rumble was The Rock 10 years ago beating CM Punk. But that's that, you guys. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know. I'm just in for the ride. I'm just loving every bit of it. I just know that they are in Montreal. It possibly could be a screw job where Sammy screws Jay or Jimmy screws. I mean, yeah, Sammy, Sammy screws, excuse me, uh, Jay screws Sammy or Jimmy screws Sammy. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know, man. With Cody already being the guy who's, you know, going to WrestleMania, he got a title shot already. I don't know how this is going to go. I, I really don't. But after this, this is the last pay-per-view going up until WrestleMania. Man, oh, man. I, I'm locked and loaded, man. I, I'm really unlocked and loaded. WrestleMania, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Two matches have been announced, and it's Roman Reigns, or it could be Sami Zayn, you know, later on tonight, against Cody Rhodes, you guys. And then we have Rhea Ripley, will go, will be faced off, who will face off, face-to-face uh, -face with Charlotte Flair next week on SmackDown, Rhea against the Queen, Charlotte Flair, man. I'm so excited. It's WrestleMania season. I thank everyone for tuning in this week to this live episode of Talk Pro Wrestling. Once again, shout out to my guy, Gerald Davis, the host of Lunch with the Cool Kids. Go subscribe and check out his podcast. Definitely make sure you like it, leave a comment, in, and tell uh, tell, tell them, man, the 1130 podcast since you did. <laughs> I thank everyone for tuning in. The link will be down below if you want to get some merch from the 1130 podcast. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank everyone for the major, major support. It's WrestleMania season. Let's go, man. Uh, before I go, yo, a new episode of the 1130 podcast show will be returning this Wednesday, a new episode this Wednesday at 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. A new episode of Beyond 1130 is back, man, this Thursday. And also the 1130 podcast Talk Pro Wrestling, this episode returns back next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, man, for real. I told myself I'm going to start doing more live, so 
I'm here live before the elimination chamber, man. I'm definitely excited. I appreciate everyone for tuning in, man. Uh, before I go, leave a comment down below, man. Where you from? What match you're excited for, man? I'm going to head to the comments real fast, man. Yo, you got something you want to say? Want to shout out? Whatever, man. Before I wrap it up on head on out of here, man. I want to thank everyone for the major support, man. For real. Got some huge matches to look forward to uh, tonight at Elimination Chamber. I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are. I hope you guys are excited as it as I am. Real. All right, man. Fly it on out of here. Okay. All right. We was hitting to the chats, man. I want to thank uh, you know the deal, you know the steals, my guy for coming through here in the live chat, showing some love, man. Also, shout out to Shock Kings, man. Appreciate it a lot. We all know Kofi Kingston, man, didn't get his rightful treatment when he became a WWE uh, champion, man, going up against Brock Lesnar. They always putting the black ass against Brock Lesnar, man. It just, it never ends well. <laughs> it never ends well. But once again, you guys, man, appreciate it a lot. Thank everyone for tuning in here to this live edition of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling, man. Uh, the audio version will be available tomorrow. But before I hit on that here, you know what time it is. Don't forget to follow me on, don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at the 1130 Podcast. Like the 1130 Podcast on Facebook. And if you haven't done so this entire episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Yes, yeah, smash the like, smash the subscribe button, smash the like button. And leave a comment and tell a friend about the 1130 podcast. The 1130 podcast talk pro wrestling on the audio side, over 8.4 thousand listeners and thousand plays. I thank everyone for tuning in and vibing with the wrestling podcast, man. Definitely. Um, but this episode will return at its normal time Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 noon Central. So I thank everyone for the major support. I'm out of here. I'm out of here, you guys. I thank everyone, man. Enjoy wrestling tonight. Enjoy wrestling this weekend. Enjoy. Yo, for myself, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wells, and my guy, Gerald. Appreciate you for coming through here on the podcast, my guy. Yo, I'm out of here. on out of here, man. For real. This was awesome, man. Thank everyone for tuning in, and I'm out. <laughs>